This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan right now brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Are you ready to revisit a conversation that we had a week ago? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you were prepared for this, right? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. We told you that it sounded like Stephen Jones was not feeling good about LVE anytime soon and maybe not even for this year. Did you want to go back and revisit that conversation and admit that we were right? Uh, I guess his hint to you was right. I think I was... Uh, speaking from uh, knowing the physical part of it, and I think there was more to it than just the physical recovery from the stinger. When when you talk about then the mental aspect is, I, I, know, I know Jerry said, hey, there's a lot that goes into it, but we also had a whole bunch of people text in saying that they kind of hoped that he retired because they didn't want to see any like long-term damage to LVE do you fall in that category or is that just not fair to the person if they want to keep playing um well I I think Jerry sort of hinted at that when he said um we just um how did he put it just have he said just the nature of his injury causes me to think in longer terms and so I think that's what maybe uh, Layton was considering, like longer terms, you know, quality of life, things yeah. like that. Uh, uh, he, and then he, he ended up saying has everything to do with what's in his best interest. So um, I think that might uh, have something to do with it. And I was told last time I asked about it, since we had that conversation that it was complicated oh man so not not the injury was complicated the the situation yeah 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 and you know knowing that um you know he signed a a a two-year deal this year and it was worth eight million so you know he would be on the books for next year but not for very much uh if he didn't play next year the cap hit would only be 2.25 million from a you know, accounting standpoint on how it would affect. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it'll be very interesting to see um, what he decides long term on if indeed he wants to uh, continue playing football. I think you're right about that. The The other part of that then is how does the team like change if all have they had to change a lot to adapt to not having him around and have they found that right solution in from what you've seen so far? Well, if we look at this past game, um, 
Rashawn Evans started, right? Yep. Uh, ended up playing 49% of the snaps. Now he's out of elevations. That was his third. Uh, and while he played 28 snaps, uh, Marquise Bell, who had been doing that until Evans started, uh, and that was his most snaps he's played, uh, uh, Bell played 22 snaps. So they kind of changed it up on depending on what the other if the other team was in you know two tight ends or they came out and and I assume the Cowboys uh, figured the Giants intent was to run the ball right and and we better stop the run and it was one of the reasons why they played at times five defensive linemen Uh, but when they had two two running uh, linebackers out there in some of their situations more normal set uh, Evans was out there and then when it was in passing situations Bell was the other linebacker I mean you know everybody keeps saying that you know um, that Damone Clark took Layton's place well Damone Clark was starting when they had two linebackers on the field so he continued to start and now it was okay how do we what do we do to replace uh, Layton Vanderesh so Damone Clark basically would have been considered the Vanderesh guy, I guess, even though he was already starting. And then they were using Bell, who did a pretty good job, just undersized. And when teams are going heavy, yeah, you know, you want somebody out there that weighs more than two fifteen or two twenty, right? Uh, so that's why they went to Evans, who you know, let's remember last year, and it's still kind of a mystery. I don't know why it turned out that way, but he had one hundred and fifty eight tackles last year for Atlanta. So to me. Uh, if he's the answer, then they got to make a, a spot on the 53-man roster for him. Yeah. So that that's where the complication comes in. It's like, well, who, who can we do without? You know, who's the 53rd guy on the 53-man roster? Because Vander Esch was already on IR, right? So there's no spot there. Uh, C.J. Goodwin was already on IR, so there's no spot there. And I don't see that they have had another injury uh, that you'd say, okay, we can put that guy on IR for four weeks. So that's what uh, causes it, the complication. The The other part of that then is because I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, Mickey, so I'm trying to get to a place here. The mm-hmm. How much has that changed Micah's job or role? Has it well, changed it did much? change it a little bit because th- I would imagine there was at least a dozen snaps at linebacker. And, you know, back in training camp when I posed the question, well, what happens if Leighton Vander Esch or uh, Damone Clark got, gets hurt, what would you do? And the answer was, well, Micah can play a little bit more linebacker. Uh, and it did take place in the game. I, I'm, I'm guessing about a dozen times he lined up as a linebacker. And there was a couple times when they were in five defensive linemen, uh, Parsons was the lone linebacker out there. So, yeah, I mean, that's always a, a possibility. And, you know, he can still rush the passer from that linebacker spot if they, and, you know, and you saw him drop into coverage yeah. too um, and did a nice job. Now, I know he zeroed out and I know he okay, wasn't that, happy. Okay, that's, that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah uh, about that. About, but, again, you can make tackles from the linebacker spot, right? And I think he's more versatile as a linebacker and lining up as a defensive end where they can just put two guys over there and say, hey, buddy, we're doubling you. Yeah, uh, there's there's this idea that if he's not on one tackle uh, that 
that he's he's just ineffective, and I don't think that's a reality. But he was he did have some frustration, right? You know, uh, well, I guess I I mean you know it's unlike him not to be in the locker room after the game uh, to do an interview, and I guess. Um, I mean, I'm always careful of reading into what everybody does on social media. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, he can he can play some linebacker, too, and, you know, and be very valuable to him uh, at that spot because it's hard to double a linebacker, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to double a defensive end when he's got his hand on the ground or standing up as the fourth defensive lineman. Um, you know, you got two chances. You, you, can, you can run right at him. Say, hey, you got to play the run, or you can double them with a tight end, with a running back, uh, you know, and and the offensive tackle, and that's why you see so many times they move them around inside, or he's he he's flipping inside from the defensive end spot to to rush against a a, a guard who is not as mobile maybe as a as an offensive tackle. Has is did he? Did you when you watched his game on on Sunday? Did mm-hmm. you see the guy, the same player that you've been watching? Because there there were moments where I was like, man, he didn't he didn't give that extra, and I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it was just it's the Giants, and he was like, we got this game in the bag. Yeah, I don't know that I I I, I noticed that. And gosh, they just overwhelmed him defensively. Yeah, right. No, yeah, that happened. For I sure. mean, legitimately, they only scored. Um, one touchdown. Right. I mean, the last one, what, six seconds left? Yeah. And I think the field goal, did the field goal come after a turnover? I was trying to remember. I believe it did. Right? One of the, the interceptions on a short field. So they really, yeah, I mean, they scored they scored one touchdown and then against the JV at the end. So <laughs> 17 was a little, uh, you know, it, it wasn't an accurate reflection of what they did offensively against the Cowboys. Now, I was curious about this, just going back to the game. I don't really yeah. want to talk about the Giants a lot because they're not very good. But what <laughs> I am interested in is their quarterback, Tommy DeVito, talked a lot about how he still benefits from living with his parents. Do you think that this is just a smart financial move for somebody who probably still hasn't made a ton of money? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he there was no guarantees he was going to make the team, right? Yes. I mean, you're undrafted, you know, you're third or fourth in line to, to make the roster, and then he makes it. Um, you know, I don't know that that's any different than Wyatt Johnson living with Pavelski again. That's true. Got to get that T in there. Johnston. <laughs> Johnson, did I say Johnson? And Alfred Mo- didn't Alfred Morris drive that Toyota? And Man. Kevin, we talked to him. He didn't even take toll roads. I mean, and, and, and remember, um, he, he was from Jersey. And the, the Giants' practice facilities in Jersey, so you know maybe it was just too convenient to continue living at home and have mom cook for you, right? See, gosh, this is, this is smart. This mom's right? if we're every, if yeah, we're thinking time. practically, you know, and who knows? And remember, a lot of the houses in in the in the Midwest and North have basements, and you can have the entire basement to yourself. That's true, right? I could have lived at home if I needed to in the basement. Was that ever a consideration? You said uh, if you needed to. No, because I never came back after college. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I kept moving around. But, you know, we had heat down there. It's cool in the, in the summer because it's un- basically underground, right? Um, it, it was finished. 
you know, I had everything I, I needed down there. Even a stove and a shower. There's a stove down there? In the basement? Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was basically a whole living space, dude. Oh, yeah, you don't know how many people uh, had people living in their basements, like family members. Yeah. That, you know, finish it out and have all the convenience of home down in the basement. See, that's really smart. I've seen plenty of basements with, like, obviously your TV, couch, bed, bathroom, Scary and everything. Furnace. But, yeah, but not, not the stove. I like that. So yeah. it's just like and its own... The ping pong table, you could have raised one half of it and oh, played yeah. down there by yourself. Yeah, just get after it. You never seen Forrest Gump, Kevin, yes. where he's like playing against himself in ping pong? That's true. That's the way to do it. So anyway, <laughs> that's probably more time you wanted to spend on Tommy oh. DeVito. I don't know if you've heard this yeah. show before. Thank I don't you, know about is... that. Uh, is Obviously, LVE and Goodwin, we got caught up on, is yesterday Steven said he thought they looked pretty good injury-wise, but I know it's difficult right after a game. Right. Is that your same perception that injury-wise they're looking, you know, as good as one can after a football? Yeah, game? I didn't see. I didn't see anybody, you know, leave. Well, the only guy that left was Gallimore, and it was at the end of the game, right? Yeah. And I was down on the sideline, and I'm going, "Well, what happened to him? I didn't see anything." And then I thought, "Oh, he had that 15-yard penalty. He might have got thrown out of the game, which is going to be very costly to him, by the way." Yes. Which you get that, right? You can't just be kicking people. Yeah, especially at the end there, right? Was was there still a minute to go in the game? Yeah. Uh, or less um, after they called all their NBA timeouts? God, the last minute of that game was awful. <laughs> but anyway, no, I didn't see I didn't see anybody else. Did I'm, And I'm trying to remember if anybody ended up going into the blue tent during the game. But everybody... I think everybody finished, so there really wasn't an injury report afterwards. And I was told on Saturday that, you know, Turpin, you know, didn't play. They had enlisted him questionable, but that, you know, he would be ready the next week. They were just somewhat concerned that, you know, he had that shoulder, but he didn't practice all week. And so they didn't think, you know, it was wise to say, okay, now you just go out and play. Um, so he should be back next week. So from what they have on the 53, there's not, I mean, think about it. If, if you needed to elevate, um, Rashawn Evans to the 53, I don't know that there's a logical spot to say, okay, we can do without that guy. Right. Cause I mean, you're, I was trying to remember how many offensive linemen they have. And I think it was just three backups, right? Chuma Hoffman. Richards, I think that's that, how they want to roll in. Yeah, right. I think that is right. So you 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 kind of need those guys. Um, I was just looking at the list now. Yeah, I mean that's it. So, you know, maybe somebody on the defensive line that hasn't been playing much. Um, maybe there's an extra person there, uh, or maybe an extra person in the secondary. Um, Jordan you know, Lewis, is he good? Is he good? Yeah. Like playing good? Yeah, like because he popped into the – no, no, no. I mean like <laughs> – oh, oh, yeah, I, I think he had a not moment. Good. No, is, the guy's no good. No, no yeah. not is he a quality player. <laughs> right. Is because he popped in. Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah, and I think he, he came back and continued. Um, I think the maybe the extra guy could be Eric Scott. Okay. Because he's been inactive every game, right? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, he can continue playing if he's on the practice squad. But, again, you take the chance that that guy's got to clear waivers. And so who you pick has to be someone, uh, you know, because if his name's out there, they're going to say, huh, the Cowboys saw something in this guy because he, uh, they traded up a pick from next year to get to the first pick in the sixth round to draft him. Right. And I would imagine that would attract somebody's attention. So, yeah. Uh, you always run the risk of, you know, somebody, um, you know, and maybe you try to play one another game uh, and, you know, you never know when somebody's going to get hurt and then that opens up a spot. That's a bad way to think about it, but it's reality, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mike's told us about that plenty yeah. of times. <laughs> yeah. All right. Pre- appreciate it, sir. We'll catch you again tomorrow. All right. Hope that kind of clears up things yeah yes. absolutely there all right go. good Mickey job spagnola from dallascowboys.com by the way from the 940 what's wrong with staying at home as long as possible as absolutely long as you're nothing. not married you can help out with bills and save money towards buying your own place yes. not at all i yes. wasn't kidding when i said i thought it was smart yeah no it's a great move absolutely we're the knc masterpiece right here on 105.3 the fan coming up next Kyrie says he knew he would inspire when's the last time you knew you were going to inspire inspire somebody or actually did it or expire them eight seven seven eight eight one one oh five three we'll do it next right here call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And the fan. Van Carroll has five fouls, but Luka gave it up with a double team came and Kyrie Irving nails a three-pointer. Can't see Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan where Kyrie and the Mavs are playing fantastically. We will get more into the specifics of that in the next hour. But right here, this is a different Kyrie-based thing that I know caught your attention. We talked about it a little bit yesterday is 
Kyrie said he was tired. Luca said it was BS. And essentially, that was all a masterminded strategy from Kyrie to fire up the Mavs. Yes? Yeah. No, and, <laughs> oh, man, was it, though? Like, is here's the here are the quotes. Okay. All right, this is uh, Luca after the game against New Orleans. He said um, he, he said he was tired before the game. That was how you say BS. Uh, and they didn't put a question mark on there, but Kyrie. That wasn't a question. He was saying. Kyrie said he called BS. I was tired. I was. I told him before the game I was tired to humanize what I was dealing with. And, I mean, we all have to humanize that, right? Look, I'm tired. I'm just It's just right. fatigue. I didn't feel my absolute best. And we've all been there. I mean, we all walk into a place sometimes and we're just like, not 100% today. Uh, but I'm going to give everything I got. But he said, but I knew it would create some type of inspiration and motivation among the guys. I told them I needed to be picked up. Coming out of the gates, we got up and down, and my body started to warm up. I was tired before the game, and once the game got going, I got into it. And I can't say that every player walks in just stoked. Every night that Luca walks in to play the Clippers, He's ready to put 45 on. Sure. All right. Like that dude, he, he's like, oh, Clippers? <laughs> I'm ready. Every night he gets to see the Grizzlies. He's excited to put 40 points on them. I don't know what, like, there are certain, just like Elvis Andrus, he was great hitting against Cleveland. What? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, but Kyrie did the whole, I wanted to inspire my teammates. I've, listen, I'm not against Kyrie by any means. Uh, I want to make, I haven't had much opinion on Kyrie so far. I've been waiting to see how it turns out. I'm excited about it. But the whatever he says he wants to inspire the guys, you think a lot of yourself in that instance, I guess. That everybody you do. everybody looks up to me and they know that I need a pick me up, so they're gonna be better tonight. Do you think that you might just believe that is a particular talent you have? Like, not that you're full of yourself or anything like that, but you're like, hey, I can get people to do stuff. Okay, maybe that is maybe that is a talent because... I think it can be, for sure. I will say, okay, one of the most recent inspirational stories I've heard from local sports, not Kyrie's story. I hope that, I hope that he inspires them all season long. Uh, being an unselfish player and helping set up everybody. But when Adolis Garcia injured himself and was out for the rest of the World Series, he brings everybody in and has a uh, a, a hitter's meeting and tells everybody, look, um, I'm out, and you guys, y'all got to pick me up. Uh, and he, te- he tells everybody, look, and they went out and scored the most runs they had in the World Series. Yep, They were awesome that night. On a night where you were missing your home run crushing hitter, I know Corey Seager was still there, but Adolis was right there in the mix for MVP conversation too. No, I, I get too. you for sure. He could have won ALCS MVP. He did. Uh, and yeah, and oh yeah, uh, World Series MVP, and then demanded any amount of money he wants oh, from the rest of the world. Goodness. Right? Like he could have just been like, "What do y'all want to give me? I'm the best." But he needed a pick me up from his team, and his team went out and played inspired baseball. So that's that is the most recent inspirational. You know, motivation. I did also, Kevin, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I saw a story, a a study recently, where two different teams uh, were playing basketball against each other. One team was told to say, like, what they were doing. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm doing a pick here. Like, have conversations about the mechanics of what they were doing. The other team was told, talk to yourself as in you're great. 
just constantly give yourself motivational pick-me-up speeches throughout the game, before the game, and the team perform that had the motivational speeches performed better than the team that just needed to know what they were doing. And because that, they were thinking, I have to achieve greatness rather than I have to do this job. That See, that is interesting to me because I would imagine it varies quite a bit from an individual to individual basis. Because, like, I need the opposite. Just for me personally, I need to be like, hey, way to go, dipass. But what if... Why don't you step it up? But what if you found out, like, you like somebody told you to do that study, and then yeah. after the study you were done, you were like, they were like, you were performed 9% better when you did this. Hey. Would you then believe yes. that I have to do this from now Absolutely on? Absolutely, yeah. I would. And this is going to be a little bit of a selfish shout-out, but I just want to read this, and I've got a lot of stuff just like this for our show. This is from somebody on Twitter when you talked about inspiring is I don't want to sound like too high and mighty or anything like that, but I appreciate you replying to me. I listen to y'all every day and people like you give me hope for the world. I only talk to people that don't judge me, which isn't a lot. I'm a veteran from the army and most people just don't understand. I will continue to support y'all. And I thank you for being honest because we've talked about a lot of mental health stuff. And so I like to think like at least a little bit we're helping out some people or directing them to NAMI or to a talking doctor or whatever the case might be. The uh, my personal story, Kevin, is when uh, we were working weekends, Lucy's situation had just happened. Yep. And uh, the boss sent me over to a specs that was doing a remote a specs. And I'm standing there just hanging out, passing out fan stuff. And a lady walked up to me. And told me that she worked at the burn unit at uh, Parkland Hospital and the uh, and Children's Hospital. And she said all day long, I I listen I listen to y'all's show because we actually were, were nights at the time. Yep. She said whenever we get done with our shift, it's around the time y'all come on radio. Okay. And I'm so busy thinking about saving lives or losing a patient when I get in the Ooh. car, y'all just make me laugh. Yeah, and it helps me take away from that. And she was like, "You, you guys inspire." That was the first time I realized I had a responsibility that we actually inspire people, as opposed to just goofing off and doing our thing and having a good time on radio, which we do. But yes. Alec just told us no show can pivot from <laughs> fan uh, from flag talk to uh, to sports the way that we do. And but that was the first moment that I was like, "Wow, this is this is great." I really. I really know that we do actually have that opportunity to go inspire people. So maybe that is the way that Kyrie's thinking. It's, I, I, I support whatever way, if you know the people you're with, whether it's family, friends, or your teammates, and you're like, I know the best way to inspire them, that I totally get that is from the 214. What if he just really thinks his guys will try harder to pick up the slack if one of their best players is not at 100%? I absolutely think that counts under the inspirational category. That's one of the things, one of the reasons I was suggesting just run the football with Josh Allen. Don't let him do anything but hand the ball off and say, it's not all on you because yeah. now the rest of the team has to do more of their jobs and at a better rate and a better efficiency. Just take yourself back just a little bit because Josh Allen looks like he's trying to save the world on every play and you can't do that in football. Like, I mean, I know you want to try and everything, but it's just not going to happen. So sometimes. People inspire me to want to work harder because Alec is one of those people that he doesn't work on Fridays for us, but he's also going through school. And I appreciate that, man. I think he works super hard and sometimes it makes me feel a little lazy. So I will try to step up my game on behalf of you. 
I appreciate that. Yeah, step it up. Come you, ever, on. you ever inspire yourself and don't realize you did it? So one time Kevin uh, put out there in front of one of our old bosses. Our old boss was like, hey, uh, you know, like if you guys had to go somewhere else, you know, that would be that would be the thing that y'all can. That would be your decision. And Kevin looked at him in the face, looked him right in the eyes and said, and we would spend every day trying to destroy you. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. But I think Kevin inspired himself right there because he was just like, I'm just going to work hard here so you don't ever have to lose me. And so we can just be like that. I was like, well, I'm in. I'm he, in for that, dude. He seemed, our old boss <laughs> seemed on the same page as that yeah. because I said, and guess what? When we make it, and we will, the first person I'm going to call is you to let you know that you made a mistake. <laughs> and he laughed, and he was like, I would be glad to take that yeah. call. Yeah. And so you might be right there. He has enjoyed that call every time, by the way. That that I, I always think that like people doubting me is what inspires me, but in Everybody is different, right? Like you brought up the study of people need a speech or they need positivity to inspire them. Whatever you're doing, man, or if you have the possibility today, if you know you have the possibility to inspire somebody or you want to try to inspire somebody, take it. You know, like I, I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the today or tomorrow. Take that opportunity. I, I, I recently got inspired by hearing something about Deion Sanders uh, when we had John Jock Taylor on. He, he was like, hey, you know, one of the, this dude, his, he's a main commitment to detail. Yep. And you know me, Kevin, when it comes to details, I let things slip through the crack pretty easy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I'm a real big detail person. But he said one of the biggest, he said his, the thing that he noticed first was that that dude doesn't see a, pi a piece of trash that he doesn't pick up and then go put away. And so I now, in my mind, that was an, it's a small inspiration, but if I see a piece of trash, I pick it up and go throw it away because that's a little detail. It's kind of like, and, and I'm trying to be an inspiration to my kids. Yeah. I don't want to leave crap around the house and then be like, why should I pick up if you're not picking up? And so these these little things that I'm just hoping, I think that's the person, those are the people that are most important to me that I want to inspire are the two kids, the two boys. Lucy, I think she's going to be an inspiration to other people. Uh, but I'm trying to inspire those boys to do something positive, too, along the way. See, and this is the kind of text that somebody might just need to hear today from the 561. Six years clean on January 1st from a 15-year meth addiction. Only by the grace of God am I clean and alive. Opportunities to help most often by simply listening present themselves every single day. And that's, that's a great point. Somebody in their car right now or somebody at home right now might have just heard that and been like, you know what? That person can do it. I can do it. It's a it's a really tough journey, but I can try. From the uh, from the eight one seven, the best is uh, as a dad. Just like I Agreed. said, seeing you seeing you you do the right things and it rubs off on your kid, and then seeing them do things that are the right thing that's unprompted. You didn't go tell them they had to do it. They just did it because they know what's right, and that's that's something that inspires you to continue doing that. It's cyclical, right? Where you're like, okay, now I can go out and do it there and do the same, continue doing those things, and they're going to see that from me. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Does this NFL icon need some dramatic help? Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Remaining second and 12. Jones on the play fake. Intercepted! Intercepted! And returns just for a couple yards by Blackman. Oh! Matt Jones with his 10th interception of the season at a back-breaking moment. Mm, KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Deep. Let's start with those Patriots. Then we'll get to the Bills, who have all kinds of problems. Is Robert Kraft is disappointed with the season. Duh. I've never been 2-7 and seven in 30 years of owning the team. Now, I know a lot of people have speculated about Bill Belichick's future. My question for y'all is not, is Bill Belichick going to leave the Patriots, but do you think he would stay and should stay with the Patriots if they're like, hey, brother, we're going to hire a GM for you? I, I don't think he would. I think that like that goes back to Parcells. Yeah, a very long time with Parcells. Whenever he went to the Jets back in the day, he was like, you know, remember he had that stint where it was like four hours with the Jets, yeah. uh, and it, and it was definitely uh, once the Patriots called him and said, "Hey, dude, we'll give you everything." He was like, "All right, see you later." Uh, so yeah, I I don't think he would stick around if he can't do that part of it. But at some point, you have to admit that you stink at something. <laughs> And I don't know why head coaches get so caught up in that all the time if they're not good at it. Instead of just saying, look, I have a really good GM who has a really good eye. He's a former scouter. You know, he's going to give me good yeah. players. I guess it is the whole process of you always have somebody that's trying to just get rid of you. And if you have that job, then they can't get rid of you. It's the owner that you can continue to try to manipulate uh, into whatever your vision you're trying to sell. I... I'm interested to see how this scenario plays out. I guess I, I, I just don't. In, I don't think he's going to leave the Patriots. I know what the betting odds say. I know what people think. I think somehow, some way, he'll stay with the Patriots, and they'll be like, "Hey, let's figure it out." Yeah, I. I mean, the he's gonna he's gonna he has Robert Kraft's ear, unless somebody else is now in his ear. You know, like the, Kevin, we talk. You go watch Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones had Littlefinger, right? Who's always in somebody's ear. Mm-hmm. You guys, and, and that is whoever has the. Think about Ray Davis and John Daniels. For the longest time, John Daniels had the ear of ownership, and yeah. they were like, "All right, this is what we know because you got us to a World Series. We'll give you every every possible chance." And then he ran out of options. So I, I think that that's the as long as Robert Kraft is listening. But I do think that Robert Kraft is on the verge of stopping listening. And there are other people in his ear right now. Is there anybody, any of those people that you think could kind of massage the situation and make it turn out differently? I'm not really sure, like, who can really, you know, rub that the right way uh, to get that information there. Well, we'll find out. Hopefully it all has a happy ending. All right, let's go from that to, too far? Monday Night Football, where not only 
Did the Bills lose 24-22? It facilitated them firing their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, today. If you missed that from earlier, Josh Allen continues to be a turnover machine at times. And if you look at this team where they're at 5-5, five and five, they're a half game better than the Broncos. If you would have told me midway point. And they point, just lost to the Broncos. Yes. You would have told me midway point or a little past the midway point of the season, they'd be half game up on the Broncos. I, I would have said, holy crap, maybe Sean Payton is a genius. Yeah. I did not know this is how they would get there. Um, No, I, didn't, I wouldn't have thought that either. This so is this more Broncos correlated or 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 Bills? I don't know. I that's a simple question that I should have the, an answer to, but I don't. I don't know. The line that Josh Allen said was, "The clock is ticking on us," uh, and with Trayvon Diggs out there saying, "Get get bro out of there," and yeah. I think the one I just saw was, "Don't forget, he wasn't going off until bro got there." And I did look at the stats, by the way, and that is pretty true. Uh, Josh Allen was not significantly better until, I mean, he was fine. He had 20 and nine touchdowns, but the next year, 37 and 10, you know, Stefan Diggs made it. Yeah. So that, that changes, but yeah, man, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot missing in the growth of Josh Allen that they, that they haven't developed well. And they're going to have to, with Joe Brady, he's the new interim uh, offensive coordinator and he was the LSU, you know, glory guy. He uh, he tried to do a couple other things and it just hasn't worked out. Now he's going to be the interim guy. I'm interested to see if he can break some bad habits of Josh Allen and say, "Look, we're we're going to we're going to reduce this a little bit for you, strip you down, kind of let you re- rebuild back up to what you need to do." Let's go over to the Jags, Not, and this is obviously the no joke zone. Zay Jones was arrested yesterday on misdemeanor domestic battery charges, according to jail records. By the way, I don't know. This might not be the right time, and if you think it's not, we'll just move on. I think it's weird that there's misdemeanor domestic battery. Why? I just I feel like that should probably be a tougher offense, you know? But What's a misdemeanor? Maybe there's. Do some, we need to go through the legal system here because I guess there. I'm a sure, minor wrongdoing. I'm sure there's some intricacies, but it feels tr- like when you say battery that that should just yeah. Im- immediately yeah. get a charge. I'm sure there's intricacies here that I don't understand, but I guess I might also just fall in the category of domestic violence. Like probably shouldn't be a misdemeanor right. anyway. But either way, the Jags put out the boilerplate. We're aware of the situation. We're gathering information. No further comment at this time. But a first-degree misdemeanor in Florida, punishable by up to 180 days in jail and up to a $1,000 fine. I, I don't know if this is absolutely the case. I know we have a lot of law enforcement or, you know, legal-type people. Is I, Whenever I see the fine is that low, I always think that person's not going to jail. I don't know if that correlation is actually there of people like, oh, not necessarily, but whenever I see the fines $1,000, I'm like, they're going to get $1,000 fine and like deferred or probation or whatever. But when the bond is really high, usually aren't they out of jail too because they're really rich and they can afford to get out on bond? But then I think in in the trial, you might have to serve some actual time because look how expensive that fine is. If it's $1,000, it kind of feels like they're like, eh. Either way. And then Chico's bail bond shows up and is that like, is a different that's a different movie. All right. That was the bad news bears. Thank you. All right. I want to take you back to the Ravens Browns game. And I know you might be thinking, we talked about that yesterday. You're right. But I still want to bring this up. 
The Ravens, we talked about how bad the Chargers are at losing close games. Well, the Ravens are the worst at losing games in which they have a lead. And this will cost you every season, and it will definitely cost you in the playoffs. Since the start of the 2021 season, the Ravens have lost nine games when they were ahead by a touchdown or more in the fourth quarter. Think about that. In the last two and a half years, they have lost nine games in which they held a lead of a touchdown or more in the fourth quarter. Seems like if you're a really good team, that's not going to happen to you. No, that's the most by any team in a three-year span in the history of the NFL. They still got half a season to go about. Yeah, I. this is why I don't really buy into the Ravens all the time, Kevin. We had this discussion this morning as we were kind of looking at the NFL and going, God, the NFL has a lot of six-win teams. Like, it's right in that, that window where at some point you really think you're going to see some separation, but you're not seeing it right now. Uh, and, and the Ravens, I don't buy them as an elite team all the time. I get it. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule, and they've beaten some good teams, but, like, they've also they're, – they're in a weird place where I think they should just be uh, – that's they are what I exactly what I think they are, a really good team. They're kind of in that window with the Cowboys. That won't do anything in the playoffs. They're, they're really good, and but they're but whenever it's a better team, they probably will blow it. Do you know how many, how long the Browns trailed in that game? Uh, I'm going to say up until the last point. It should, I mean, I think if I remember correctly, it was they were down 17 nothing by the time I looked. Really quickly. 59 minutes and 20 seconds they were losing that game. Keep in mind, that includes the beginning of the game. So the only time they weren't losing this game was 40 seconds. Awesome. That is the <laughs> lowest number for a team to win a game since 1999. You did something right then. I guess. You know, you, like you did. I know you were losing the whole time, yeah. and maybe people are like, you should have lost that game. But you, but you won. Yeah. And so you did You did enough to stop them from scoring points, and you were able to come back. And then, by so the way. A lot of times with P.J. Walker as your quarterback. In those games against an AFC North team, the Browns had been 0-59-1 when they trailed by 14 points or more that late in the game. So, Look at them changing really, history. Man, what an awful loss for the Ravens. <laughs> and then C.J. Stroud, second straight, straight week, C.J. Stroud led a game-winning touchdown in the final two minutes. Only rookie quarterback to do that in the last 40 years in back-to-back games. Really? The only rookie quarterback to do that? 40 no T-Law? Nope. No Dak? Nope. No Josh Allen. Well, Dak was always winning in 2016. Oh, that that's right. Awesome. He did. They except for in the playoff game, they started <sighs> you slow. You know what? I okay, you're right about that. And then if we're throwing out weird factoids of the day, Robert Sala said that he's sticking with Zach Wilson because quote, he's actually playing pretty well. All right. For here, what standards? Here's just a reminder. The uh the standards of Joe Namath? Well, I'll let you decide if he's playing well, Corey. Okay. The Jets have gone 36 straight possessions without a turnover. Well, oh, excuse yeah. me. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that's no, awesome. No, 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 no. I said the wrong word that's going to change the total meaning of that sentence. He meant touchdown. The Jets have gone 36 straight possessions without a touchdown. But he's playing pretty well. Kevin, look, man. In the last three games, mm-hmm. he has thrown for at least 240 yards. Mm-hmm. He has, in those three games, (laughs) one interception. Okay. How many touchdowns? One touchdown. That's not. In those three games. That's not enough. Before that, Kevin, let's go back two more games. 
199 yards, uh-huh. 186 yards, uh-huh. one interception. How many touchdowns? Zero touchdowns what? in that time span. So he has one touchdown, two interceptions in the last five games. But he's passing for – he's not – I have no – he has no other options is what I think Sal is saying here is I've run out of options. Okay. We could have traded for Josh Dobbs, but we didn't do it. Whoops. Probably <laughs> probably should have done that. Like, I just wish a reporter – I get it. It would probably not be good for the future of your career. I just wish a reporter's follow-up question would be like, why must you lie to us? How? We're all adults. Can't you just say, I got nothing else? From the 214, this is the, it's the line that he forgot. He's still playing pretty well for Nathan Peterman. That is true. I did. That looked like the end of his quote for me, but you know what? If there was. Oh my gosh, Kevin. In the last three games where he has only had one touchdown and one interception, six fumbles. Like, we're all adults. We can take it. Now, some of them were recovered by his own team. Okay, well, that's. But he's fumbled the ball six times. So you're six times as likely to see Zach Wilson fumble the ball as throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, he's playing pretty well. <laughs> the question is, who is setting the game of football back even further? The Jets with oh. Zach Wilson or the Jim Harbaugh-less Michigan Wolverines? Oh, man, what a question. The answer yeah. is yes. Yeah, that, that <laughs> is the correct answer. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.